So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and me rachel Griman. Hey, <laughs> I still, I just had to throw it in there. I just had to, to do it. I, I didn't even start the thing and I had to throw it in there. Uh, each week, my friends, a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing profits and breaking through your limited beliefs. Um, today, we're not going to talk so much about beliefs, but a little bit more technical, tactical. We mm. are going to talk about SEO, not high level. This is not for people who already have a grasp of it. We're talking about SEO for dummies. Mm. We're giving you the bare minimum of what you need to know to begin the optimization of your site. This is what any of us can do. And from one dummy to another, I just want to encourage you don't stop listening. This is worth it. We're just going to give you the quick and dirty of how you can get started. Yes. And I, I mean, listen, we've all been a dummy at SEO. It's even the people who like, they're all talking all this technical stuff. Like we all started at nothing. And I want to encourage you for the longest time in my business, I avoided this. This was like too scary, too much, too technical, too whatever. And I avoided it and I paid the price for avoiding it. And then one day I decided, okay, I think it's time for me to start taking this thing seriously. And really when I started and I jumped in, it, this is not as complicated as it is often made out to be. And, mm-hmm. and I want to confirm your suspicions. Most people make it very complicated. It does not have to be overly complicated. There's a way to get 80% of the results for 20% of like the knowledge and the work. And you can squeeze the final little bit of juice out of it by getting all crazy and doing all this stuff. But you and I, we're not about that life, are we, Rachel? (laughs) No. No, we're not. Minimal effort, maximum impact. Amen. (laughs) So... Take us from the beginning. There's there's so many avenues of SEO, and, and there's probably kind of like three core pillars. We're just going to talk one day. This is part one of SEO for Dummies. What are we talking about today, Rachel? Today, we're just going to talk about keywords. This is like pillar number one, what you need to know about. You need to know what they are, why they're important, and how to find them and how to implement them. Hmm. Um, so to start, why do you need keywords, Ben? Well, uh, so... so you, oh, first of all, what is a keyword? Let's start there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So without getting, this is what I love about not being like some like tech person. Cause I'm just gonna tell you like yeah. what a keyword, a keyword is like a word or phrase 
that um, shows up on your website and that that someone would search for on the Googles. And when they search for it, because it's on your website, your page turns up and hopefully your page turns up higher in the results, right? Mm -hmm. So the greater that Google ties that particular keyword, that word or phrase, to their search, like, man, people are searching for wedding photographer in Tampa, Florida. Ben's page is all about that. I'm going to dish that up to that person. I'm going to serve it to them. Page one, spot one. Like that that word or phrase, that's a keyword. That's my like... Mm -hmm. Not yeah. official, official way of describing what a keyword is. It's literally just what people search in Google. Yeah. And you said it perfectly that Google indexes that a court, like it lists out numerically, which ones feel the most relevant, mm. which pages on the internet, on the whole internet feel the most relevant to that keyword. Mm-hmm. So if your website feels the most relevant for when people search Tampa Bay wedding photographer, then you show up higher in the results. Mm -hmm. So that's what a keyword is. And they're important because it's just one of the easiest, freest ways to get marketing and to get eyeballs on your stuff. You know, that's where most people go when they search for a photographer or freaking anything. Just imagine your own behavior as, as a, just a regular old poor person, you know, like for me, I'm just like, (laughs) Oh man, I'm kind of hungry. I'm just like, I just searched, like, I'm, I, I kind of hungry for Thai. It's Thai yeah. food n- near me, you know? And yes. like, this is, then I just find out what Google dishes up to me, and, and then I decide where to go from there. This is just like what we do is just like regular people. We're always just using the internet and we're searching. Yeah. And uh, I also want to encourage people I don't know if you're like me, but when you search something, uh, I trust. The algorithm. I trust Google's organic results mm-hmm. and my mind tunes out the ads. Same. The sponsored posts, the ads. You know what I'm talking about? So like on Google, when you yeah. if I were to search like Thai food, you know, in Tampa, Florida, I'm gonna get two results at the very top, like every time. It's usually about two. And it's gonna be something, but it it'll say right underneath it in small, they used to be yellow. Now they took away the yellow thing and now it just says like ad or sponsored. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, nope, not and doing that. For Thai food, it's usually chains. And yes. that's how you know. It's like, no, 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 no. This is not because reviews got them there. It's because somebody paid for it. Yes. This is why keywords are so important because your audience isn't dumb. And they don't just want to uh, go and click on the thing that someone paid for. They want to click on the thing that is the most relevant to them. Mm-hmm. And so this, this be, can become, um, this constant source of really when it's up and running, like free traffic to your website, just a mm-hmm. nonstop drip of leads coming into your business. And I want you to imagine actually what that would be like, because for many of us, we get these bursts, right? We get these kind of bursts where we, we turn on the faucet, we open up the fire hose and we run Facebook ads for two weeks and we fill, you know, whatever it is with leads. And then as soon as we stop paying, it dries up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or, well, I'm going to post on Instagram. And so I'm going to start making reels, right? I'm making reels this month. I'm, I'm committed to making reels for the next 90 days. And so we're making reels, we're making reels, we're making reels. And it starts to work. It starts to drive traffic back to your business and you're getting leads. And then what happens when you stop? Those leads all go away. Yes. Uh, SEO is one of these things that 
um, it is a big old boulder that's got to get pushed up a mountain. Mm-hmm. And you're going to mm-hmm. push and you're going to push and it's going to take some time. But at some point, you're going to get to the peak and it's going to begin to roll down. And it's not that you never have to do anything ever again with it. But like I'm talking, you just kind of start, you just after it's on the other side of the hill, you just nudge it. Every now and then you just kind of look at it. I'm like, is it rolling in the right direction? Just nudge it again. Right. And right. the leads just keep coming. And it's such a relief to have this constant influx of inquiries into your business while Mm -hmm. you're doing these kind of like, we'll call them marketing campaigns, these pushes here and there, right? And you're kind of getting this big influx, big influx, but you can sleep at night knowing that even if you don't, you're going to have people who are finding you on the internet. Absolutely. And a big part of getting found on the internet is picking the right keywords to try to rank for. Mm. And this is, I think, the part that trips a lot of people up because they don't know what they should be looking for when they research keywords. Um, Our favorite free resource in my company is Google Keyword Planner. And so you can just go on there and you can type in like I would do um, Denver Family Photographer if that's the business that I'm trying to promote. And I am going to see how competitive that is, like how, how many people are searching for it. And I can tell you it's a lot. There's a high search volume for that keyword because a lot of people look for it on Google, but that's what uh, Google keyword planner will tell you how many people are searching for it in a month and also how difficult it is to compete for it. So how many people are also trying to get on page one, for that keyword, like how many pages they're indexing that have that. So you kind of want to find a keyword or a key phrase that has this happy medium of both. It has enough search volume that there's not only two people looking for it every month. You know, you don't want to get so specific that no one's searching for that, but you also don't want to do so generic that you're competing with every other person in your area. So you can look up, you know, the, If you're in a city, the suburb that you live in, maybe that search volume is smaller and you can see if people are actually searching for that. Um, You can also look um, by venue like that can be a good one if you're a wedding photographer and see how many people are looking to see photos of that venue. Um, That's more for a blog, but you want to find kind of the perfect harmony of difficulty and volume of searches in a month. Am I making sense, Ben, so far? Yeah, for sure. And maybe for the the purpose of our conversation today, we'll focus right now on the homepage because you're right, there's long tail keywords that we could get into. And I'm using some technical guard, you know, I'm going to say garbage because people are like, what the fuck's a long tail keyword? (laughs) Like, so we'll get, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Let's actually try to pull away some of the BS and we'll just call it what it it is uh, when we get to that part. Um, But for right now, let's let's refer to the homepage as kind of like the core place that we're going to begin to rank for. And mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of times when I, I connect with a photographer, maybe we're doing a website audit or we're getting curious about keywords. Um, so you were talking about um, Google Keyword Planner. So that is a tool that will tell you, um, there's a question, by the way, that will tell you uh, the amount of searches, the amount of people that are searching for that particular keyword um, mm-hmm. in a given month. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I'll have you want to make sure that's high enough. You want to make sure there's enough people looking for it. Otherwise, if only five people search for what you're trying to rank for, that's not enough inquiries for you yes. to have yes. to make a sustainable business. Yes. I, well, and you want to make sure it's the right people too. Because mm-hmm. all of photographers will be like, well, why not just make my keyword wedding photographer, uh, it, you know, uni- in the United States? 
Like, well, yeah. why? Like, let's go for it. Like, there's a whole lot more people searching or like best wedding photographer, right? right. Like these really general phrase. Why, why yeah. don't we do that? Because then we get a ton more search volume, Rachel. Absolutely. Um, why, why not do that? Because then you're going to end up on page 100 because you're not the only person competing for that. Mm-hmm. And it's not you don't shoot everywhere in the U.S. You photograph probably primarily in one place or one kind of wedding or session. So you don't want to be so generic. You know, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. I give that advice a lot, but it's very true about SEO. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So uh, the recommendation that I would give a good formula for uh, kind of a starting place, by the way, is this starting Mm -hmm. place? This isn't like, this is exactly Ben told me to do. This is a great starting place is I'm going to give you some, some keyword research tools and a great starting place for your homepage would be to consider your niche, mm-hmm. wedding photography, boudoir photography, uh, maternity photographer, right? We can start to play with photography, photographer, photographers. We can play with that stuff a little bit. It ultimately kind of becomes the same thing, but um, family photography, right? So your niche and then your location, okay? Mm-hmm. And so let's go with like maternity photographer, Columbus, Ohio, right? Like let's start with that. Okay. And, and then you're going to take those and, and you can begin to put those into a keyword research tool and it'll tell you how many people are searching for that phrase. And it'll also begin to tell you similar keywords, similar searches that might actually be better for you. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why you got to kind of do the research, um, and, and take a look. Um, and so let's kind of talk through some of these tools. You, you already mentioned your favorite. One more time, yeah. your favorite was what? Google Keyword Planner. Mm. Okay, awesome. I find, we find that that's the most accurate and the most informative. And it's like AI light in that suggesting of like, hey, this is really big, hard to rank for. Maybe try this one. We love that. Mm. Yep. Uh, I'll keep, I'll continue in the process of like kind of free planners. Um, another actually thing just right on Google. This actually is, uh, it's a little bit more of like a hack, not actually like a full planner. If you just go into Google right now and you were to search what I just gave you, right? It's like your niche, your location. Um, and you just press enter and you scroll down. Google will tell you people who search this also searched yes. for these keywords. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a real, it's like a, like a softball, like a little underhanded toss of uh, a place to begin to get some other ideas, some other research uh, for what other people are searching for, right? So that'd be mm-hmm. another one is just search on Google and then see what Google recommends as additional searches. Um, have you ever messed around with Uber Suggest, Rachel? Yes, I have. We pay for it though. Like oh, we, cool. do the, I, we love the paid version of that. Yeah. We, the free one isn't as helpful. Yeah. I, I, uh, so Uber suggests is great, uh, as another, just starting kind of free, uh, keyword research tool. It's, it be, you know, listen, take all these by the way, with a grain of salt, yeah. um, especially if you are in like a lower search volume, like the smaller, the amount of searches that take place, usually the more room for error there is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. if, and let's actually talk about that. If there was 50 people, searching for like the exact keyword that you're going to rank for, right? It might not actually turn up on one of these research tools as like Mm -hmm. a lot going on with it. You know, it may may even give you zero. It's not, it's not ever usually zero unless you're really kind of far out there. Mm -hmm. But I want to encourage you. I would rather you have 50 highly qualified people who are searching for exactly what you do turn up on your website than some other keyword that's like, eh, 
parents, I, I don't know. I can maybe serve 5% of those people. Right. 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 And that's a good example. Like our business, we rank for copywriter for photographers. There's not a ton of people searching that every month. That's mm-hmm. a pretty small thing to rank for. But if you're searching for that, I need to be one of the first people you're seeing. So think about it that way too. Like Ben hit the nail on the head of like, you want better qualified leads, not quantity. Yes. And you guys, these leads are so perfect because they're, they're already warm. Like Mm -hmm. they're already intending to find you. Meaning like with ads, Facebook ads and stuff, like you're interrupting their feed. You're out there trying to watch reels. And then my dumb face shows up. It's like, Hey, do you want to grow your business? You're like, get out of here. I don't want to see you. Right. You have to earn back your trust from somebody who's interrupted you. (laughs) So then, but with Google, you're out there actually searching this stuff. You're, you're already warmed up to the idea you're pursuing it. And all we're doing with keywords is just making sure that we're the first one to be uh, dished up. Like on a silver Absolutely. platter, Google's just given, uh, given you to the right people. Um, yeah, another you have one. two more that yeah. you like, right? Yeah, my favorite actually of all time is this little tool uh, called Keywords Everywhere. And it is one of those little like extensions for Google Chrome. And mm-hmm. you will pay $10 as of the current recording of this to get something like a thousand credits or whatever. And it's a tool that you just turn on whenever you want to do some research and you just use your standard Google Chrome search bar, but it Mm -hmm. turns your regular standard Google uh, search bar into its own like keyword research tool. So when you go to search, like you would use it any other time, it'll tell you right underneath your search. Hey, this has got this much volume. Here's other related searches. Here's some recommendations. Here's the competition. Mm -hmm. And so it just transforms Google into a research tool right there on the homepage of Google. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's worth the 10 bucks. Here's my pro tip. It's not really pro tip. It's just, I keep making this damn mistake. You it's a, it's a tool that you turn on or off, right? Well, if you forget to turn it off, when you're just regularly just browsing the internet, just like mm-hmm. vibing, doing what you do, <laughs> you'll just burn through all your credits. Girl, I have burned through so many keywords everywhere credits because I keep forgetting to turn it off. Anyhow. So it's just like tracking, like you looking for new sneakers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't realize I like, okay, I'm, I'm doing research for, you know, for all this stuff. Um, so one, the last one, which is kind of the industry standard, it's the heavy hitter, yeah. it's the big boy, it's the one that uh, when you're ready to really dive in and take this seriously and you're, and you're willing to pay uh, a, a good a good amount of money up front, it's this thing called SEMrush, S-E-M Rush, some rush. And, um, and, and it's, it's not free and it has a kind of a, there, there's some free options there, but, uh, to really utilize the tool, uh, to its best, uh, that would be one that's going to probably be the most accurate. It's again, it's the gold standard out there. Um, and it's one too, that honestly, you don't need it for like multiple, uh, right. months, right? So you could pay for one month, use the tool, maybe even split it with another photographer, mm-hmm. uh, use it, abuse it, and then like let the subscription go yeah. after that month. And then you could then return to using yeah. some of these free tools. It helps you get really specific though. Like some of the free ones like Ben's talking about, if only 50 people are searching, they're not going to give you that much information. This is going to give you every piece of information you could possibly want about any keyword. Yes. Now, one thing that often comes up that I want to uh, address is, you know, I, again, I, I get a chance to coach with a lot of photographers and a question that'll come up is Ben, 
So I went ahead and I, and I did the research for my keywords and I'm a maternity photographer in Fremont, Ohio, right? Uh, turns out there's like no one really in Fremont, Ohio that's really ranking for this. However, mm-hmm. Cleveland is a much bigger city, right? Or Columbus is this big market. It's about an hour outside of where I live and I love to serve that area. Can that become my keyword, even though I don't live there? Like, is it wrong that like, I don't live there and it's an hour away and no, it's totally cool. Your keyword should if be- that's the- where you want to work, exactly. do it. <laughs> Just know that that's what's going to turn up. And that's where people are going to contact you and want you to go and serve that area. And so it's totally okay to have a keyword outside of your exact location. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple difficulties, you know, with that, you'd have to work around with like Google Maps and that kind of stuff, but you can totally do it. You can absolutely do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, last step is, and this is something that I just learned. I just want to preface all of this by saying, like, we have an SEO expert on our team, Jess, and I have learned everything I know from her. So this is me regurgitating information right now. Mm. Um, uh, but something that she taught me this year, which changed my brain a little bit, is that your whole website doesn't rank as one entity your every single page of your website can rank as different four different keywords and not just your blog like i thought it was like i could do blog posts for specific keywords and then the rest of my website ranked for one phrase and that's not true your homepage can rank you can try to rank your homepage for something different than your services page or your about page and best practices would be to choose unique keywords for every single page of your website and then incorporate that keyword onto those specific pages. Yes. Okay. A couple good rules of thumb here. Number one, really focus on one keyword or key phrase per page. Don't try. And someone's asking this in the mastermind group right now, Angela, can, can I rank for multiple cities on the same page? Yeah, I do not recommend it. I mean, sure. You could, you could probably pull it off at some point, but like focus on one keyword, one location per page. But again, we're per page. So yeah, Angela, you can have a page for a different location. Hey, there we go. So your homepage could be your main home base, your city. This is your tried and true. This is where the majority of your um, services are going to be provided from. However, you could have a landing page for that one destination that you, you did this wedding there once and it was awesome. And you'd love to go back. You could do a whole landing page all about that destination to elope at for, you know, whatever. And maybe your keywords are, um, eloping in, uh, the Hawaii. And then you can get really specific to something trail or whatever. Right. And then that could be the page that could Mm -hmm. rank for that keyword. Right. But this is great. And then they can, they can support one another. So, um, you could have a page, like, let's say your investment page, right? Like, let's say your, your homepage, uh, we'll go with Columbus, Ohio for me. Let's say my homepage is ranking for like wedding photography in Columbus, Ohio. Um, what could my pricing page rank for, like as a keyword? You said wedding photographer, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, that's the homepage. You could do... Okay, so this is actually controversial, what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. So I would be anxious to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that SEO experts are kind of split on this. If it's cannibalizing to do wedding photography in 
you know, you could do a different location or you could do Columbus, Ohio, like our wedding photographer and wedding photography going to cannibalize each other and show up for the same thing. Is Google going to rank those pages as in competition with one another? Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So there, there is a, a, a little bit of that. However, you can always link back to the homepage to continue to support the homepage. So I'm thinking okay. in my mind, like I, it could be focused in on pricing. So like um, Columbus, Ohio, like uh, how much is wedding photography in Columbus, Ohio? Right. Mm-hmm. And that could be the key phrase, assuming people are searching that. And I could talk all about pricing and that kind of stuff. Um, and that's a different enough. Uh, it's like a long, this is what they call a long tail uh, yeah. keyword. Right. So it's a, that's a long phrase. How yeah. much is wedding photography? Yeah. In Columbus? It's like this long keyword. You know what I mean? It's very specific. Intent. Yes. Your intent is so much different. That's really important when choosing your keywords. The intent of the question you're answering on these pages needs to be very different. So that's how I like to think about keywords. What question am I answering on this page that people might have? And if you answer different questions using different phrases, but if you're going to have wedding photography in one of yours, in one of your keywords and wedding photographer, try not to use photography and photographer on the other pages because they're so close. Does that make sense, Ben? Yeah, it, it makes sense. I also, th- listen, the, it, Google's getting so smart, like all yeah. this AI <laughs> stuff. Like I really do believe at a certain point, like they just can, they know like, hey, interchangeably, it's a wedding photographer, wedding photography, wedding photographers. Yeah. I think there's some stuff that's like a little, um, like, I, I don't say old school, like th- that's certainly like how things used to be. Like, hey, don't have the same thing. But now I really think that Google can see the intent. They can see yeah. the content conversation. They can see the mm-hmm. question that's being asked and the answer that you're giving. And then they're even factoring in like your images and they can even interpret what the image is of and how long people are staying there. And if someone's yeah. searching for how much is wedding photography in Columbus, Ohio, they're landing on your page and then they're actually staying there. It's like validating. So Google's got all of these yeah. things that in a lot of ways, uh, it, it it's kind of figuring out intent uh, yeah. And so I, while I, while I agree to a certain extent, I just don't think that stuff is nearly as important as it once was yeah. like the individual isolated word, not repeating it on certain places. Um, don't get it's me wrong. It's more important that you're answering the question you're setting out to answer yes. in the content on your page. So once you assign the keywords or the long tail keyword, the question that you're going to answer on that specific website page, make sure your copy actually answers it. And you're not just stuffing the keyword in, in awkward places. You know, you actually want the copy to engage people because like Ben said, the longer people stay on that page, the more Google is like, oh yeah, their question's getting answered. We're going to keep showing this to people when they search that. Yes, yes, yes. That And that's probably where we should even just wrap this up is yeah. like, as you are determining your keywords, make sure that your number one value is in solving the problem or answering the question that people are searching for, right? Like that needs to be number one, not the number of times that you use the phrase in it. And again, in the past, there was all kinds of keyword stuffing is what they would call it. And it, mm-hmm. you've all been to that website, right? That's yeah. like, <laughs> uh, um, you know, Ben Hartley is a Columbus wedding photographer in Ohio. He's been Ohio. Uh, he's been an Ohio Columbus wedding photographer for 10 years as a Columbus, Ohio wedding photographer. His favorite things about Columbus, Ohio is wedding photography, wedding photographers and wedding photographer. His like, and you're just like, what even is this? 
Mm-hmm. Google mm-hmm. sees that and they just will just dock you. They'll just be like, nah, bro. Now we're not showing you to anybody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I love, I love the, the last point you had is just like each page can rank for its own keyword. Your website is not this one thing yeah. that can only rank for this one thing. Each page has the opportunity to show up. And it's actually been a beautiful thing in my own business. Like um, my homepage isn't even the number one uh, lead attracting thing. That's that, like, and I'm on Same. page one of Google for yeah. like, you know, Tampa wedding photographer. Like I'm right there. However, I have all these other pages that are turning up uh, search results. Yeah. Um, and the, the combination of those like far outweighs. Yes. Far exceeds the homepage. So don't sleep on the other pages, friends. Yeah. Don't sleep. They're not throwaway. Um, One of my main competitors, her about page ranks. Mm. You know, like you really Who is it? I'll leave her a bad review. (laughs) I really like her, but it's like, oh, this is smart. She figured out a way to make her about page answer all the questions that people could want to ask about a copywriter for photographers. And then she can have her homepage page rank for something else. So it's really, it's all interrelated, but you can look at them as separate entities. Yes. My friends, that's, I think that's a good place to stop for like, yeah. you know, SEO for dummies, part one keywords. <laughs> I think that's, a, I think that's enough. Um, but really that's it. Keyword is just what people are searching for. You get one mm-hmm. page, don't waste it. Uh, and, uh, we'll leave it right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good one. And, and listen, my last thing to say is this. Do not, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to shoot on people. Don't hire someone to just go and like do your SEO Mm -hmm. and then they just go disappear. This is something that like, take the time to actually know what you're doing and then to go do it. It's actually, it's, and I know you don't have time and I know you don't have like, I get it. It's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. Uh, If you just hire someone to do it, you like, you you have no clue what they did. It probably won't work. Uh, you won't know what's happening. You won't be able to track it. And if you can't, uh, track it, if you can't like actually see the numbers and see the data, you won't be able to actually improve it. Um, and it just kind of gets you stuck in this cycle of like, well, I guess I'll hire another SEO person like, yeah. you know. or hire someone for six months. That's going to check in on you and, and like help you along yes. and show you what they're doing. Like that's what we do. I was just going to say, hint, hint, you can also hire someone along with a copywriter, which is what we do because then you're paying for the actual service because SEO doesn't mean much unless it's included in your copy. Mm -hmm. And unless the words on your website are actually including all of your keywords in the right places. So when you hire anyone to work on your website, designer, SEO expert, copywriter, anyone, you need to make sure they're all working in harmony with one another. Mm-hmm. And that there's a long-term plan that you understand. It's not a hit it and quit it kind of deal when it comes to SEO. <laughs> mm, that's my favorite kind. I mean, well, <laughs> dumb. listen, and I, I need to clarify when I said don't hire, like don't hire someone to just like, all right, you go deal with it. Right. If you're going to work with someone, work with someone who's going to work with you. They're going to bring yeah. you in and involve you in the process. And as they make changes, they like show you, hey, this is what we're doing. These are the changes that yeah. we made. And this is the improvement. And this is how you can continue to yeah. do this. This is how you can continue to yes. extend this labor and, and to get the results. It's a very Absolutely. different thing. Very different thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All righty. Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for hanging out with Rachel and I today. Really appreciate y'all. Hey, mate, I wonder if we should split up this series. 
Uh, or like, should we just bang them out? Like just boom, 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 part one, two, three, or should we kind of, no, people get sick of it if we do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, I totally we'll stagger him. Okay. Yeah. We'll do a little stag. Uh, thanks for hanging out until next week. Keep showing up and be kind to yourself. Bye everybody.